Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by Natalie Dunn. Episode four, we've made it. We've talked about geese. We've talked about Keanu Reeves. How do we, where do we go from here? I don't know if I have the answer to that. I think the show will guide us. As it always has. (laughs) Are you going to whip out a cup again? Because that's how we started last week. No, I think we need to actually get to the the random topic generator today. That's true. So last week we were going to use the random topic generator. A Star Wars cup derailed us in good ways. I don't think we can get that lucky twice in a row. But somehow it derailed us for an entire 20 minutes. I mean, we went to uh, the depths of SpongeBob and back with several actors and actresses sprinkled in there and a video game. Also, Sam explained after the show what the video game was and you weren't too far off. It was you had a pretty good summary of what the Keanu Reeves themed game is going to be. So Sam explained to me afterward that it's okay that I couldn't describe the plot of cyberpunk because they don't actually know much about the plot of cyberpunk yet. So I wasn't too far off in that I had no idea what it was about because no one has any idea what it's about so far. I think I did okay. I say we watch for when it's actually released. We'll A, discuss it on here, and then B, we'll also play it on here. Maybe even Twitch (laughs) style. Maybe we'll just do a video episode that day. I can say with full confidence that neither of us have the appropriate video game skills required to play Cyberpunk 2077. What is your video game knowledge? Like, what systems can you control? Knowledge? I would say it's... I would say I'm like well-educated at this point, but in terms of ability, very limited. I'm very good at like racing games or car games, and I'm okay at platforming games, like games like Mario, where you just run through a level. Okay, I was going to say, you're speaking to a noob, so you're going to have to explain (laughs) what a platform game. You're going to have to explain what most games are, if they're not racing, sports, or first-person shooter. Well, I am not good at first-person shooters. I am not good at sports games, except for... Very specifically, NBA March Madness 2004 game, weirdly, I was pretty good at that. Other NBA games, not good, so. Also, Disney Skate Adventure. I have told Sam this many times. There was ever a game that I thought that I could beat him on, it would be that game. When you say Disney Skate Adventure, do you mean the skateboarding game? Yes. Where you can go into different Disney worlds? Oh my gosh, me and Cody played that for hours on our PlayStation 2. I literally have considered buying a PlayStation 2 and buying that game off eBay so that I can prove to Sam that I can beat him at that game. We have to find a way to connect because I will take you down. I know every trick in the book on that game. And I can't even skateboard in real life. In fact, the one time I did try to skateboard, I wiped out and scratched my my knees and my elbows all up. Well, I don't think that you have to be able to skateboard to play that game because I definitely cannot skateboard. But I would challenge you to like the ultimate, I assume you guys played like the co-op version where you are both playing at the same time and you have like challenges and stuff so we didn't do that very often because me and cody are what you call angry competitors and our (laughs) parents forbade it after a while that makes sense it didn't end well and when we got older one of us would just rage quit well if you remember there was a version where you play to a certain point value and my sister and i used to go on and just set it to like 1 million points or like whatever the most points you could set it to was and then we 
would do that. do that. Yeah. Did you know this trick where when you're in like the regular person town, there's a loop you can grind the sidewalk all the way around the town and then you can like turn yourself around at each end and you can just keep going infinitely. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was was, always the goal was to try to, we weren't good enough to go keep going all the way around, but we would always try to make it at least one round. So you admit that I am better than you. Well, we're both (laughs) a little bit rusty, but I might be a little less rusty than you. For those of you who don't know this game, look up Disney Skate Park Adventure, I believe it's called, and just watch it on YouTube. I think it was just Disney Skate Adventure. Look it up on YouTube and then buy it because it is the bee's knees. So great news. That game was made by the same people who made like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, mm-hmm. you know, legendary. So the mechanics are similar and they are remastering the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games to come back out as new games. Really? There may be some potential there for a new video game that I am good at. And the potential for another battle. That is true. I have the advantage of like an expert coach though. Although it's yet to be seen if I am better at skating games than Sam is. We'll see. But I have the advantage of being highly competitive. (laughs) So we're getting sidetracked. Yes, we are. Okay, we have let's, to get to Random Topic Generator at least one episode. Let's re-rail our conversation for the first time ever and go back to the Random Topic Generator. You know, if it's going to happen, we might as well do it on episode four. Yep. All right, so I've got it up on my phone. The Random Topic Generator I'm using, it's capitalizemytitle.com. Not a sponsor. Well, that did not sound like a real website. It doesn't, does it? It doesn't <laughs> sound like a Random Topic Generator website. So the it first sounds one like that, you're on a scam website. Well, you know, <laughs> no spam on my phone yet. So the first one that came up was, what are your thoughts on standardized testing? Boo. N- nobody cares about that. I think everybody has the same answer. No. The next one, which I think is highly appropriate for this show, is what is your guilty pleasure? First thoughts. Like, what popped into your head at first? Because my recent guilty pleasure is a very American thing to do which is spoonfuls of peanut butter straight out of the jar. <laughs> Just jiff in mouth, licking that spoon unapologetically. I mean, there's no shame in that. I wouldn't say you need to feel guilty for that. Well, I was listening to a radio show in St. Louis this morning, and apparently that's a very American thing to do. Like, Europeans are extremely off-put by people that just (laughs) full spoon into the peanut butter. And for that case, peanut butter and jelly. Like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yeah. And you eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, but you won't eat Vegemite, is what an Australian would say. I honestly don't know what Vegemite is, though. I've heard it's rancid, Mm. so I kind of want to try it. That would be an Australian's guilty pleasure. There we go. So first thoughts, Um, right off the top of your head, what is your guilty pleasure? I guess first thoughts is Sam and I were literally just talking about how we need a new like trashy dating show to watch because recently we were we were out of like shows that we've been watching and keeping up with and we were like let's just watch a trashy dating show we've never done that before neither of us like are into like the bachelor or the bachelorette I actually I hate those shows I can't stand them but we wanted like some trashy content and so we watched I hope a you're Netflix say, show. No, that's not what I was hoping you'd say. What were you thinking I was going to say? There's a show on, I believe, TLC called 90 Day Fiance. That's with... what I wanted to watch, but we yeah. couldn't find it anywhere. Say so right now it's 
90 day fiance before the 90 days. Let me tell you, (laughs) I could do a whole season of podcasts talking about that show. And then after that, we're going to do 90 day fiance the other way. Updates Ah. to come soon. So quick side note on that. I was introduced to 90 day fiance by Charlie. And she did tell me she wanted us to give her a shout out because she and her baby and the baby she babysits listen to our podcast when they hike. So she wanted a shout out. So if our first official shout out is Charlie, Skylar, and Rocco. And also thank you, Charlie, for introducing me to 90 Day Fiance because it's hilarious. But we couldn't find that on anything to watch. So instead, we started watching a show on Netflix called Love is Blind. I watched the first four episodes of that and then I fell asleep and I haven't picked it up since. The show is fucking wild. It's so funny. I hate it and I love it at the same time. So I stopped watching... So for those of you who don't know the show, it's exactly what it sounds like. I don't think the title gives you any context. Yeah. So the whole <laughs> the whole point of the show is making connections without looks because beauty is in the eye of the beholder or some baloney so, like that. So these people are put into these pods where they talk to someone and there's like 10 guys and 10 women and they like date this like speed dating where they all date each other through the pods. So they can't see each other. They just talk and they just rotate through and then they're like dating everyone and people get I think people get kicked out if they suck because in the very first episode there's one guy who's like talking to a girl and she he's like oh are you black and she's like excuse me what and then that guy never shows up again so uh, I think people might get asked to leave for the record I'm gonna say right now major spoilers are ahead if you want to watch this show or if you're in the middle of this show I'll be careful about late season spoilers because some wild shit happens okay Okay. Because you haven't seen it and you should no. definitely finish the season. I was going to say, I'm at the point where, so about three or four episodes in, the people that want to hook up, hook up, propose because say, you know that's a good idea. The important part to, to note is that they have to propose and say yes before they are allowed to see each other. Yeah. And then they see each other for the first time after they've agreed to get married. Then all this wild shit happens where they're like taken on this like full resort vacation together and they get to like see if they really work as a couple and then they move in together and then they get married and it all happens within four weeks and like a lot of the stuff that happens after they leave the pods they don't tell you until it happens so I won't spoil too much of it it's crazy and it's so funny to watch so how far in did you get so I know who's proposed so they're past the pod stage but i have seen nothing once they're actually together okay but man some wild stuff happened in those pods there was like a weird love triangle and then there but was with like, like five people yeah but then there was the like the major douchebag i'm gonna say he's a douchebag and he was think... playing like three different girls yeah so i, I think thought it's... you were gonna say you liked him for a second i was about to throw hands no so what i was gonna say is i think it's okay if we spoil like up to that point because it's really after that where things get it's super interesting because you know within the first four episodes who all the couples are. Right. So Barnett sucks, except for... He's the douchebag, by the way. Yes, Barnett is the douchebag, except for by the end of the show, he's actually one of your favorite characters, I will tell you that. Not buying it. I know, you're not. I didn't he's, either, because Charlie watched the show before bag. I did, and she told me that. She was like, you'll like him by the end of the show, and I was like, mm. there's no way. But I do you'll know... Come, you'll, you'll come around. As I say, I also, do know how his storyline ends up. I won't say it Jessica, on here. 
but I do know how his storyline ends up. Jessica is the worst, and that will not change. Is that the blonde? Um, the one who ends up with Mark. Uh, so I watched this in one night, the first four episodes, that first weekend of quarantine. So I don't, names were super fuzzy to me. She was one of the ones that Barnett was like dating, and she's the one who threw a hissy fit when she was like, do you want to marry me still? And he was like, I don't know. And she went back and told all the other girls what he said. And she was like wine drunk. Right. And then she She's ended crazy. up with the trainer who was too young for her. Yes. Oh, you picked gotcha. up on that. Yes, you I do remember that. You picked up on the that. fact that she is uncomfortable with the fact that he's 10 years younger than her. Yeah, because when they... <laughs> because she won't stop talking about it. Well, when they got engaged, I was like, there's no way this is going to last. I was like, she already is uncomfortable with this guy, which for the record, this guy is cute as a button. He seems like such a genuine guy. I've, I only know him for four hours worth of episodes, but he seems like you just want to give him a hug and, you know, go for a drink and see how his life's doing. I highly recommend that you watch all the way through the show because honestly, there are some parts of it that are pretty cringy, but it is worth getting all the way through the show because the last episode is a reunion a year later. It is worth watching the whole rest of the season. The reunion is so funny. You have to watch it. Do people throw hands? Yes. Really? Yes. So funny. Now, should I go back and rewatch the episodes I've already seen? If you're like clear on the basics, I mean, it's a reality show. So you get a recap of everything that's happened at the beginning of every episode. So that's true. I think you can jump back in. Yeah, Love is Blind. If you haven't seen it, watch the first two episodes. Do that. It's 45 minutes each-ish. If you like it, get sucked into it like most of America. If you don't like it, move on to 90 Day Fiance or Vanderpump (laughs) Rules. That's another show that's watched in this house that I was not sucked into until last night, which was the season finale. And now I'm like, crap, now I got to find out what happens. And now I'm going to (laughs) be eagerly waiting until August for the next season of Vanderpump Rules. We just finished the most recent season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine which is a great show if you've never watched it. I've seen episodes. I've been meaning to actually watch the series. It's a great show. Highly recommend. I mean, Andy Um, Samberg's uh, America's sweetheart. Andy Samberg is adorable. Um, But the whole show is great. Terry Crews is great. Everyone on the show is great. So we just finished catching up with that. We need to finish Sherlock because I've never seen the whole what there is of the show. Sam has, but we have like two episodes left and then I'm caught up. And then I think we're going to re-watch an anime that we like that is very good. It's called My Hero Academia. That's not the one that Gerard Way writes, is it? You're thinking of the Umbrella Academy. Yes. Gerard Way, for the record, is or was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. That is actually based on a comic, not an anime, to be precise. I knew (laughs) that. I always get the two mixed up in my head, probably because I don't watch either of them. Well, I mean, animes are based on graphic novels. I can understand the confusion. Okay. It's a good show. I've watched anime style movies <laughs> and I've watched some episodes of Hillary's favorite anime which is called Violet Evergarden I think is the name of it it's been a while I think I've heard of that one I don't know it's I'm pretty super new sad but it's sounds so right. beautiful that sounds right I'm pretty new to anime I haven't watched that many the problem is that and anyone who likes anime will agree with me when I say this I'm not just you know trashing it as a genre but there is a very large portion of it that is not good but the portion of it that is good is really good so kind of to go back to guilty pleasures because i forgot about it for a second so your guilty (laughs) pleasure is is it tv shows in general or is it the trashy love themed tv shows 
I would say at the moment it's the the trashy TV shows. Otherwise, okay. I would say I'm I'm pretty picky about the quality of the shows that I watch, but also I just enjoy good TV. So any other guilty pleasures? None that come to mind. I mean, I feel like that's a cop out. I can't. I think, think it is like, a cop out. I think you're hiding something. No, nothing. I can't think of anything. Else. The, literally, the only other thing I can think of is that I'm lactose intolerant, and sometimes I still eat like regular dairy ice cream because it's just not the same to eat dairy free ice cream. What about Kraft macaroni and cheese? We have that sometimes. A lot of times I use almond milk to make it. So really, yeah. I always think of almond milk as much sweeter than it actually. I tend to buy the unsweet because I use it to like cook with and stuff Mm because you can buy like the unsweetened kind and then it's actually kind of bitter. I tend to buy the kind that's like vanilla flavored but unsweet. Everything you make with it has like a very slight vanilla flavor but also. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen an almond milked? Can't say that I have. It's quite the process. You should look. (laughs) I'll send you the video. There's a video on a almond farmer. He has these little machines that milk them. Talks about how you can tell a female almond from a male almond. It's like passion. Done. I think we're done with this. <laughs> With the almond milk or with guilty pleasures in general? Because I have a whole list of guilty pleasures. (laughs) For example, a guilty pleasure of mine is using Hillary's face wash. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's self-care. It's zesty. I'm glowing. (laughs) No, I just, I used it just before the show. Clean off the the mulch dust from my my current (laughs) job, which is landscaping. The many jobs of Robbie went from data entry (laughs) to mulching, still looking for that, that media job. It'll come. It will come. Come. The fire is is still there. The fuel is being dumped on the fire. Somebody will take me. <laughs> of course. There we'll go. You know, the joys of job hunting. Everybody's been through it. It uh, is it is just my turn. It sucks. So it I does. feel I feel for you. You know, you just gotta keep your head high and, and chug through it. But tonight was guilty pleasures. Man, we just hit the we hit both sides of the spectrum. So if you have a guilty pleasure that you would like to tell us about, or you want to comment on one of our guilty pleasures, you can tell us on either of our social media pages. We are the Hit and Run Podcast. You can check us out on both Facebook and Podbean. Listen to our previous episodes. See what we've got on board on our Facebook page. We'll post polls. We'll post questions, fun pictures. It's a a hoot and a half. We can keep this ride going between podcast launch dates. So Natalie, what did we learn today? We learned that I am better at Disney Skate Adventure than both Sam and Robbie. Obviously. <laughs> we learned that Love is Blind on Netflix is a worthy investment of your time. We also learned that guilty pleasures are not guilty unless they're gross or illegal. What else did we learn, Robbie? We learned that anime isn't just balls of fury, fire everywhere. It also has a sensitive side. And we learned that spoonfuls of peanut butter and your girlfriend's zesty face wash is always a pleasure that you should not be ashamed of. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.